Alright. Bumble clap. Okay. What up, y'all? Welcome into another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We're happy to have you. Thanks for joining. I'm TOD, Tyler on Demand. Tyler, what's going on with the people? I'm feeling good. Milio, to my left. Young Gweeds, how are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. I'm doing well. Feeling good? A big yeah. smile over yeah, here. Yeah, I know. I think he's happy for this episode. I guess we'll find out. Jimmy Jams, what's up, homie? I'm also Sitting feeling across pretty good. Yeah. Good. I've been on a positive wave this past week. I don't Look know at what that. It is. Mm. Yeah. So has Corona. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn. <Yeah. laughs> he puts his mask yeah. on. Oh, God. And we have a special guest joining us today. Special guest. Huh? Jacob Martinez Cooper is here to my right. Yes. Hey. Hello, hello. What's up, brother? How what's are you? What's up, man? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. So we know Jacob pretty closely now at this point because, as we'll also get into, Emilio's film, Max and Lorelai, which you've definitely heard about before, has actually finished production. So, yay, another round yeah. of applause. We made it. We made it. Somehow. Congratulations. Jacob's yeah. playing the main character, Max. <laughs> he had a big role, very involved in this. And along with that and, like, getting his insights on that, we wanted to have him on to talk about a lot of stuff because he's a pretty creatively diverse guy we've come to find out. <laughs> and won't stop talking. Uh, <laughs> let all the pod gems off. We couldn't off even start the man. podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But we're happy to have you here, man. How are you today? I'm good, man. This is cool. Yeah, yeah dude, I haven't done a podcast in forever. This is a lot of fun. Oh, but you have done one before. Yeah, I used to have a podcast way oh, back. Yeah, What happened but, to it? Uh, yeah. Just kind of rant. Dude, it was a it was a sports like comedic podcast. Right. Oh, My we went over this. Not, we yeah. went over this. Let's not to go too, too deep. Wait, what? Remember? It, yeah, a sports nah, yeah, comedic podcast, though. It's a sports comedic podcast, no. long story short. Remember? But we stopped after like 13 episodes, bro. We, I just didn't want to edit it. That's 13. Oh, yeah. Oh, 13. I've, we've been there <laughs> not wanting to edit. But we're powering through for the people. We're here. We're here. But it's funny because a lot of guests we have that is their first podcast people that a lot of times that we have on this show and i guess i don't know i guess it's because we were new to podcasting and most of our peers and people that we like that we wanted to have on never did it before you know yeah i saying? feel like it's not like a popular thing for college kids to do yeah you know, well, i don't know like i just don't know that many kids who podcast like i feel like every college surprised. every college you know a kid you know a kid who like makes music or every kid you know like i don't know podcasting's different where where have you seen i just i see people talking about it in like my group chats that they've got group chat. No, no, that they at least know somebody that has a podcast. Has oh, and yeah, it's yeah. always like it's an air of like, oh, this guy's got a podcast. It's kind of become the new check my SoundCloud or yeah. like I'm dropping a mixtape on SoundCloud, which is rough because now I got to battle both battles with podcasting <laughs> and music. So like podcast battles? No, it's just, well, it's what James said. It's like now if you say you have a podcast, it's like you kind of get the mm, Oh, actually, the it, was, feeling. Yeah, okay. it was usually in the context of like someone was on a date with someone and then that person brought up their podcast. Oh, man. It's a weird thing to bring up on a date. It's a flag. <laughs> like, by the way, is it? I got is a it podcast. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy. Yeah. At some point, I think it'd be okay. It, it's it like comes up sometimes. Yeah, it's something you do. If you're passionate yeah. about it, speak yeah. up. That's so what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. I've said it before. <laughs> We've definitely talked about, bad it. about it. I yeah, guess. but I usually tell them to then not listen, though. Because, like, I might talk about them. Well, I don't tell them that I might talk about them. But <laughs> I just be like, just flags. chill, just chill, just chill. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I have trouble introducing this sometimes because it's like I want people to know me a little more before they hear this but at the same time fuck it that's what we have this for to let yourself out there you know what i'm saying but let's dive right in on the film you guys want to start there oh, does that shit. sound like a good okay. spot to start because i feel like we could uh yeah. <laughs> touch <laughs> all the seriously dude. but yeah so as we just said director guido over here has been working on max and lorelei we've all been involved in that process you guys have heard that along the lines if you've um heard these past episodes but what are your some of the initial takeaways how have you been feeling since how long has it been now two weeks three weeks since we wrapped? no one more than that. three bro three i think so i, think I honestly don't three. know i just know we wrapped times a i don't even know what date i was gonna try to say a day we nah, wrapped and three. then now it ended some, yeah. sometime and now here we are <laughs> there was a morning period and then now <laughs> moving on yeah 
But how have the reflections been? Good. Um, I feel, I, I was telling Jacob earlier, today's a good day uh, for editing. Um, so today I feel positive about it. Um, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel uh, for something I'm working on uh, as far as editing. Um, but I really, I'm more curious to hear uh, what you have to say about the process, especially because now he has to wait for you to finish the, the editing. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. I can't do anything for them at this point. Like I'm yeah. done, <laughs> which is super yeah. weird because like there's like I feel like that's so weird. The one thing weird about acting because I feel like I really get into this character right, and like you develop, you devote so much time to it, and then a third of the way through the process, they're like, "All right, see you later." Like that's all we need you for. And there's like so much more after your that you just don't be a part, part of. Is um, your editing is the pre-production where you're coming up with all those things. Like you were talking about. Um, yeah, okay, fair. That's, that's, fair. that's so your I'm editing. I'm part of pre-production oh. instead of post, but it's just yeah. so interesting. Um, editing before been, you even shoot, yeah. that's interesting. But for him, yeah, yeah it's different. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I feel like I'm different, too, because you, you're you looking at the footage, like, every day. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I barely thought about the film. I have, like, <laughs> yeah. school. Like, I have other good. shit to do, right? So, like, I'm not, and because I'm not seeing it every day, like, I feel pretty good about it, though. Like, honestly, I feel like most projects, everyone walks away from knowing, like, they could have done stuff better or, like, having regrets, like, oh, I wish I didn't, but, like, I felt pretty good about this one. Like, I'm sure there's definitely spots where if I look back, I'd be like, oh, I could do that better or differently. But, yeah. like, just from what I can remember. And that's just growth. When you learn it, yeah, when you see it, you learn yeah. the things I that mean, you I mean, like, that's where it comes so. from because then you know next time to do it better and next time you don't make the mistake or whatever, so. Was this character of Max anything that you've stepped into before? Is this a role no. that you've ever tried? No, actually, that's actually something we, Amelia, you and I talked about when we first, we first started talking. Um, part of the reason I even applied and I was looking for other stuff to do is because up until now, like, I've been very typecasted. And because... Like, I, I, I usually get casted in, like, you know, like, the dick, like, jock who's going <laughs> to bully the student. Like, I do, I do, because, okay. like, yeah, I just, like, I don't know, like, the past, like, three roles I've done for, like, me, like theater or for film has been, like, hey, a douche up. look about Yeah, it, yeah. I'm a douche. I'm like, the, I'm, like, the high school bully. Like, that's what I played. Were you casted by people that you knew already? Yeah. Hilarious. The reason they cast me is that, though, also is because, like, like, where I go to school, it's a lot of, like, um, it's a lot of like theater kids and stuff and I'm just like kind of more athletically built than other people so they just like I'm they don't have that many when like, they have those people. characters in right. all of their films when I fit like the body type for it then it's like Aiden oh, would have been that yeah. character but I don't, I don't think he turned out that well, way like this Aiden is was why, that like, build yeah and I mean like that's why I've never done anything like Max before I've never played like someone who's like so timid and, and afraid and a follower like that really complex like it's not I, I don't know these other roles but a jock seems pretty straightforward you know like in terms of their character i mean like yeah and i mean you can always make a character as complex or simple as you want it but i mean like for max i don't like i don't think there was even a choice to make max simple because he really wasn't like i feel like i feel like when you wrote max it was like like initially you're just like oh this kid's kind of like down in the dumps and he's kind of just like a loner and doesn't really do a whole lot but then there's like so much more there and then, then I just choose to go even deeper with it. But like what Emilio wrote, like there's just so much there for growth that yeah, Max was never gonna be simple. Do you think Max turned out on screen how you were uh, picturing it while you're writing <laughs> mid sip? <Yeah. laughs> I think um, I think better. I because um, I don't think, and I've I, I think I've said this to you before where I don't think, <laughs> huge yeah. compliment. Oh wow, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm blushing over here, guys. <laughs> Um, because I can't picture what they look like. I don't know what, like, what the characters look like. Um, and this was especially important when I was working, uh, with Rita in the costume and, uh, makeup department, um, trying to figure out, like, what these characters look like because <clears throat> I knew what they looked like on the inside. And that's all I spent. I spent so much time thinking about that and, like, who they were rather than what their skin was. And, and, um, I think... 
because it's interesting because I told you this was a recast uh, position. Um, and I was because I hadn't thought about telling you that like before getting on the phone because it just didn't cross my mind. There was no like need to withhold information. But because um, it like to me, like the train's rolling, like I have to find, you know, somebody else. And and it's I the one thing I don't like is the um, how the process happened. Like it felt like I'm I'm gra like I'd be grabbing at anything. And what I'm glad is that it wasn't like that. Like the product we achieved wasn't like, oh, like I just grabbed the first person, you know, who said yes. And um, but like you weren't the only person but which is good which is good i think because yeah. you you, you rose, beat them yeah. um were you desperate amelia uh, <laughs> at the time kind of yeah yeah but um look that's a testament sometimes when you're desperate you yeah. can find what you need well i think it worked out <laughs> really well because like, well, how it was working out originally um <clears throat> with the character or the actor who was in it originally it would have you could have looked at max and said like immediately been like oh i know him which in a way is a a, a good thing but it's an easy thing and that reminds me of like classic cinema of like the 40s where you just see like you look up you see the white guy on the screen and like he's supposed to you know pull us all in he's supposed to be he represents all of us doesn't matter what our color um is and um and naturally what happened was uh the universe chose <laughs> that this was not the way of the film um and so max looks like somebody you know but a little bit more complex, you know, like you can look at him a little bit longer instead of looking at him and immediately recognizing, you know, you can look at him and think, um, what else, you know, ask what else. Right. It makes him a puzzle yeah. among the world yeah. he's already trying to figure yeah. out. It adds layers to it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I think it's great that the glasses are huge. The fact that you wear glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, night yeah, and day. Yeah. It's it is huge. night and day. Yeah. yeah. Like a totally different person sitting yeah, here. Right now. Did you right? picture that originally or is that just something that just kind of happened? No, because you don't wear glasses in any of the, like, pictures you have. No, because, yeah, because I, I wear contacts, so I don't, glasses is, like, yeah. night and I feel like on. you try to avoid wearing Yeah, I mean, sometimes glasses. I'll wear them here and there, but, I mean, yeah. I don't wear them to the gym, and then usually, like, yeah. I, that's my start my day, and then I go, so I'm, like, I'm not going to wear glasses halfway through the day. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah but I think that was just a, yeah, I, I think it was just a choice it, yeah. you made. Yeah. Or you asked that's, for, that's and we tried it, or we wanted be. to try it, and once we tried it, we realized it yeah. worked, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I was going to ask, so because... This is such a new character, and you're telling us some of your ways you got into it and your method acting off mic. But what did you do that was new for this character that you hadn't done for others before and trying to get into it? And how early did that start? Was it right from when he told you the role? Was it there was some lead up? What happened with that? Um, well, in terms of like how I got into this character any differently, I, I'd say like I'd say there was just more prep time more than anything because I feel like. Um, when when Amelia and I talked and we kind of eventually decided to make Max like more um, like like deeper and, and, and have more to him, have more depth to him, it was like, okay, so now instead of prepping for like a couple days of just like, oh, kind of get into like a sad mood, a blue mood, like kind of just be kind of lonely, like don't talk to people. So then when I get on set, I'm kind of in that mindset. Instead of doing that, it was like, because that's not all he is, then it's planning in advance. Like, you know, you, you start to plan like how did Max grow up? What was his, like? What kind of school did he go to? What kind of friends did he have in elementary school? What what were like? What kind of phases did he go through like as a kid? You know what I mean? Like who his parents are? How was he raised? Stuff like that. Um, so there's definitely just like more, um, like preset work. In like that you sense. create the context. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. You like you like you create the character, because like Max wasn't born 
the day the camera started, right? Like Max oh, is supposed wow. to be a 22 year old kid, so Max has had 22 years of life. And you can't just walk on set as another person and not ex not at least try to experience that, I feel like, right? Sheesh. So then it's like, how do you make 22 years of life in X amount of time, a week, a month, whatever? Like, you kind of, you kind of, you don't have to, but you go through the highlights. Okay, so now that, that, that filming is over. Interesting. Does, do those thoughts that were Max's still stick with you every now and then? Like, whoa. Ooh, interesting. I de no, they definitely do. They definitely do. I mean, whoa. I feel like, like. And he wasn't involved in the project as long as it was around. Because it's funny, one thing, no, just a side yeah. note, you mentioned, you mentioned how much prep time you did have. I was worried because I didn't think we had enough prep time. Because the way it originally started was like months. Well, know? and that's, yeah, what did I have? Like two weeks, I think. And we met once before the first day of yeah. shooting or something. Well, it was lucky. I was lucky because it was we during barbecued. quarantine. I hosted a barbecue. That oh, that's right, good. burgers. No, it was, it was quarantine. So I had a lot of time, right? So like, even though I only had a week, I had like, five hours a day six hours a day if that's what i wanted to do like like i i did it wasn't like i only could t like take time to work on this like at night after i finished work or school or whatever like i had literally nothing to do all day so that helped so when you say work on this you mean like literally sitting at your desk writing this is max's life like on no paper not necessarily i mean like it's different every day kind of you kind of like like it's not so much a. I, I don't feel like it's the same every time, right? So, like, maybe for Max, I sat there and wrote a journal, but for another character, I would listen to music and just, like, think in my head and kind of get in the space. For another character, I would, you know, like, maybe, like, have fake conversations with, like, another person yeah. that, like, if I was that character. Like, I, with Max, it just so happened to be kind of writing stuff down, and I think that's because Max doesn't really talk to other people, so I feel like Max would journal. I feel like Max has journals. Yeah. So I started, like, just, like, writing about, like... Yeah, I, I, I started, like, doing, like, just, like, a quick paragraph on, like, how my day was today as Max. And then I also, like, every day or every couple of days would work on, like, okay, what did Max do when he was in, like, fifth grade? That's an like, incredible you know commitment I mean? to the film. Yeah, man. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. That's the art form of acting, right? Like, right. that's what makes it so beautiful. Well, it's people. Yeah. yeah, it's like you, you, you don't make a character, like, like, at the end of the day also, like, yeah, it's Max, but it's more like... Like, to me, like, as much as I call myself, like, Max on set, like, you know, or whatever, and, and, and I'm Max on set, like, Max isn't real. What's real is Jacob, and what's real is me. So, like, how do I, like, okay, Max is feeling this, so what would, like, how am I going to portray it? And, like, it's just, like, how does Jacob get sad first, or how does Jacob become, like, antisocial, and then how do I just tweak that a little bit? But it's not fully Max. Like, it's there's a lot of me in there. Exactly. You know what That's I mean? exactly how you make it yourself. Be. There has to be. How do I know what Max feels like to be anxious if I've claimed I've never felt anxious before, right? Like, like it, it, it's like for anything. Like, for example, if, if, like, you had written in the film that, you know, Max experienced, like, his mom dying or something, right? Like, if that was in the film, my mom's still alive, so I haven't experienced that pain, but then, like, how does Jacob draw to something like oh maybe i've had like a a pet that's died or like something and then you kind of just tweak that and kind of do it that wow. way so you're kind of like a like you're a vessel or a conduit for this energy if you would that is the character it's not the character is not the physical yeah. form no you don't you don't take form of max max just kind of becomes a little bit of you oh max is water and you're the vase like water takes nice. shape of whatever nice, goes nice. into it oh shit and then then the whole is the combination of both and that's what becomes on screen is that like yeah, I mean, wow, dude. Yeah, it's wow. a pretty good metaphor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it, but yeah. Wow. I just I it's it's always not always, but it is interesting to hear about, you know, the different creative processes from things I'm not too familiar with. Like just learning from James even about acting like in the however many two years, we've three years, do I don't have, know how long. Do you it's have been. like a creative process that you go to? Like do you have something It's not consistent? as in depth as that. No, because I um I definitely think about the characters when I've worked with Emilio, I was thinking the same, but 
for me, I feel like I can, I've switched into the roles pretty easily. Mm. I think it, it never required me thinking more onto it, but maybe that's just because I related to the characters already. Yeah. I feel like that's well, what are the roles? What, what kind Echoes. Of the roles? Yeah. Uh, well, that's not the role. But <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, the main character. Echo, of, yeah. The main Come character on. of Echoes. I know. Uh, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> boy. The, the type <laughs> of person. Um, that was like an introspective yeah. person writing about their feelings. I've done that before. The other one. Um, the other one. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Mm-hmm. I was just a dude just killing me. I was just a dude getting stabbed. That one. That one was like. And he's done that before. <laughs> that one was the only one where I had to kind of be something. I told that I you your death yeah. was important. I feel yeah. like that was the most important thing, like piece of advice or like your death. I feel like important. that was the most important direction in the whole film and like i think that i didn't say anything like that to you but i think it was important yeah um because he, he was going dude you're going all out from like his death because he was dying he was dropping on his knees yeah. on that concrete yeah and he, he was doing it without like knee pads or anything and then eventually i got him knee pads because i didn't even think god of it. Sent. Oh. <laughs> yeah thank oh, god oh god yeah. i was after happy. his knees were broken yeah like these are darkened forever because oh, i was just man. scraped <laughs> up yeah no, no, no somebody ripped through their boot uh cole ripped through his oh, boot when doing the scene or i don't know and then he broke his phone doing the scene too Oh man, I don't remember. Yeah, that. so like a lot of shit. And we changed <laughs> over the Damn, cast bro, and crew so phone? many times. No, no, no. <laughs> it was his, he said it was his fault, yes. which it was. Yes, it yes, was perfect. I mean, he perfect. he probably shouldn't have had it in his pocket yeah, while he was acting with filming. But That's yeah. Yeah, it is a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird. Shout out to Cole, though. Shout out to Cole. However, yeah. he's doing. I don't yeah. know where he's at. He's in but... Texas, Dallas. Oh, yeah. shit. Shout out to Dallas. That's your hometown. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Sorry, I just got mixed up in my head. Um, You said you were asking him questions off mic that you wanted to bring on. Do you remember any of them? Uh, it was mostly about your method acting because I found that super interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, well, okay. So I feel like I saw I started that I started that a little bit out of fear of getting like typecasted forever. Not that I'm like even close to like starting my professional career because I'm still in school. But like, um, I guess I look at actors and you look like I look at someone like Aaron Paul, right? Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse in Breaking Bad. Yeah. You guys seen Breaking Bad? So he plays that character, like, perfectly. And after that show, everyone was like, he's going to be this big star. Like, he's going to do all this shit. And he, like, didn't do any movies. Like, he did some, but, like, he pretty much plays the same character. And, like, he's a great actor, but he's a great actor, like, in this confine of himself. So I feel like, for me, like, I want to take roles that I feel like are out of my typecast and, like, really work hard on them so I can eventually, like, get good at them because... Like, it, yeah, maybe I'll get lucky and land something that, like, really fits to who I am. And I, but, like, I would want to be able to then go do a whole ton of, like, a ton of other stuff. Like, you look at someone like De Niro, he can play, like, a whole, like, range of people. Right. That's right? Right. So, like, yeah, the range, like, I feel like anybody can be good at one thing at acting and, like, you can get a role from it or you can have a career from it. But, like, if you want to, like, really be something special, I feel like, or really be, like, a good actor that can do, that can play a ton of roles, you have to have that. Are those your favorite actors, the ones that are do a diverse role? I, I just feel like actors who I can see play, like, serious, comedic. They can play sad. They can play upbeat. They can play, like, from different, you know, like, regions of the U.S. or the world. Like, like Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Sandler. any you favorites? Click, though? Like, oh, dude, dude Click. Click's a great yeah. one. Punch but yeah. Love. Yeah. What about, what about, um... Someone like um, Denzel Washington or uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who they do play different roles, but it's like you see that character and it's like, oh, that's that's them. Like that's Denzel. Yeah, in you know that what role. I think that is too, though. Like that's just like legend status at that oh, point. Oh, right? so that's, that's like, like that's their personal That's like charisma. LeBron James status. That's like yeah. they're like the goats, right? Like they're at that point. 
you're hiring Denzel yeah, because Denzel like, is going to put working. like you're hiring Denzel because you wrote that part with like him in mind at that point. At that point, it's like no one can. Yeah, it's like what Denzel does best is like what people want. So they would write characters around that or stuff like that. Like I wonder if that sucks for the actor in a way. Oh, I don't think so. Well, that's even I don't think so because because he can choose what he wants yeah. or what he doesn't want. Like, let's be honest. If Denzel really wants to do something like someone's going to let him do it, like someone's going to pay him to do it. Right. Like so, someone will write that script. Yeah, for him. yeah, or someone will just let him be in whatever. Like, if he really wanted to do cheesy romantic comedies, like Hallmark would swoop him imagine? up, no problem. You know what I mean, yeah, though? Like, very true. And like, does Morgan Freeman get mad about playing God? Probably no, not. Probably not. <laughs> does Morgan? Not even. Does Morgan Freeman get mad at a paycheck? No. That's does a good anyone? Role. No. That's a good like, role. Playing honest. God like, is a good role. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in history, it hasn't been. Yeah. Little baby tweeted some boss shit when he, he I think it was um it was he's just cool. like huh I like him he's cool he's like when she fly to you on her own private jet I was like oh that's hard that's so hard <laughs> okay Emilio you said you had <coughs> Jesus you said you're ready okay and jump so why cut. are you like this man yeah I don't know I don't know what's going on. <laughs> because I'm like this Max and Lorelai came what are you talking about oh let's go that's how you got your first look. You go look back at this as the Dude, reason you there's so blew much up. stuff. There's such a dynamic range, and we've spoken about that, like that character. And I think one of the things that, to go back, this is really jumping right into the That's rabbit cool. hole. No, do it, do but, it. But um, to go back to one of the things we were talking about earlier about um, what I think about the character now that it's, like, over and done with, and if it was better. And I think, yes, because... Um, 
like we just said, they're so dynamic, so much uh, range be- within the character of like being sad boy, and then you know also being like angry, beating the shit out of yeah, literally violent, yeah, yeah violent. And um, pick that up. Somebody pick that up. Come on now. <laughs> Don't litter, bro. Yeah. Come on, respect. But, what's going on? <laughs> Oh shit! God Dude. damn it! I'm yeah, what's going on I, here? I, I, do you see how long my arms are? <laughs> He's devolving. He's going back to apes. Do you see how far feet? my fucking legs are? It's called. Yeah, I'm not you, Tyler. I'm, I'm not seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the one that picks things up with my toes too. So I'm the one that's <laughs> like, like, nah, bro. I got some nice bragging about not claws, that? but like that's disgusting. Hands. Don't call I wish he didn't say that. I said they're not claws. Hands. Call your feet hands. Yeah. That's better. That's closer. Yeah, fist for feet, boy. Oh man. Yikes. Anyways, my kicks are deadly. So. <laughs> no, just um, being able to play the character on both uh, both sides of the extreme. One of the things I, I was interested. <clears throat> one of the things I was interested. Yeah, hold on. One of the things I was interested in talking to you about um, is kind of like the in between take stuff. Like, so when you're in character, and you know, we've had this conversation. There's a few things I want to like learn more about, and part of that is just like where you are in between takes. Um, like where you go in between takes what you're thinking of between takes um and then kind of we'll go further but i mean like i think it kind of depends because i don't really like i mean like i I don't know if i'm just not at that level yet or if i even want to be at that level but that whole like like daniel day lewis stays in character the whole time right like i don't really like i don't know i think that's a little extreme and i don't think that's really necessary so honestly like in between takes like if it's one of those like cut okay let's run it again like i'm just kind of staying in it and if it's something like a really intense scene like that one scene where we filmed at night for max and lorelei like that one i was staying in it because it like it's hard to get to that place yeah but if it's just like a a kind of a more casual um mindset that i'm in just like kind of a like pretty normal one um then i don't i don't necessarily like have to stay in it the other thing is also like sometimes in between take deal come up to me and be like what do you think of that what do you think and then i'm thinking like okay how do i improve that and i'm not so much thinking like oh still stay in it it's just like okay look away for it for a second and I'll come back at it. I'm interested in that too, like how your dynamic evolved between director and actor. Um, and if, uh, like specifically what things did Emilio do to make you feel more comfortable on set or feel more in character? Or... Yeah. Um, and how can we bring it to the pod so it makes me feel more comfortable <laughs> when I'm here? I don't know, man. I think just hanging out with him. Because um, the other thing is also like Emilio is, oh, this is going to sound so cheesy. Emilio is not only my director but my friend. No, but it's because, like, I mean, every time we would meet up to rehearse, like, lines or talk about stuff, like, we'd probably talk about it for, like, 30, 20, 20, 30 minutes, but, like, we'd we'd be there together for, like, two hours. And the other hour and a half was just, like, actually talking about just, like, other stuff. So then by the time we got on set, and especially after, like, the first day after we got, like, you know, the first day of set kind of out of the way, I feel like it was pretty comfortable. And it wasn't so much, like, oh, maybe, like, me being afraid to kind of voice my, it was, like, like, yes, he, he was my director, but, like, also I felt, like, a level of comfort that I could, like, just kind of work off of. And because, at the, like, at the end of the day, even though Emilio wrote it, like, he allowed me to play Max. So, like, Max is mine just as much as it is his, so we have equal say in that. And, like, he's a director, so he gets final say, but I would, like, I think it was, we did a good job. I feel like we did a good job of being pretty equal on that. So it was setting that foundation early, like, that made you feel oh, comfortable yeah. to make the character I mean, wrong. that's just, I think comfort level is, like, imp- like with I anything. the barbecue was pivotal. The barbecue? <laughs> it, <laughs> it was. was. I really think so, because it wasn't, no, no, it wasn't it was. for us to talk we about We didn't even anything. talk about the film on that. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what, it wasn't for did. that. Yeah. Um, no, I think it is. I mean, it, there was something there. I think chemistry-wise, like from the moment we were si- hanging out down there with, yeah. like when when you and uh, Tanya met for the first time, yeah, 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 and Rita and everything, and we tested makeup and stuff like that. I think there was just like 
chemistry there already. I mean, that obviously always helps. I think it just makes um, the whole experience easier. It's totally doable to still have like a good film without that chemistry, but with it, it just is so much more natural and effortless, and you can focus on like other stuff, you know? Yeah. Was that we something also, you focused on from what, your side, chemistry? like laying that foundation? Yeah, because yeah. like a huge part of like directing is uh, like establishing the playground and establishing like an environment and comfortability. And like yeah. that's almost like because... I mean, you're running the team, so yeah. you got to make sure the team yeah. is willing to work together. Is in the right mind state that you need them to be it's in. It's acting, right? Like it's supposed to be fun and it is supposed to be like, like it's art. So it's supposed to be like fluid and and freeing and fun it's not an office job so you have to make sure the environment is still fun for everyone because if i'm not having fun on set like it's going to show on camera That's you know like I if i don't feel like, like if i don't want to be there it's going to show yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. let's make dreams come true let's like you know like why are we here to make movies yeah. why because we love making movies yeah. you know like, like i want to be excited to show up like if i just showed up every day and was like fuck it like, here we I go gotta, again here we go again like Gotta Run be, it again. Yeah, Run it again. but like I was, I'm excited, like being excited, not only for the role, but then like also for the people. Cause like even if it was a cool role, if I didn't like you guys, I'd still be like, oh god, like I gotta go fucking do this for three hours today. But instead, it's like, oh sweet, I got filming today. Like, can I let me a little antidote about <laughs> you? Antidote. <laughs> uh, so there was a gap in time where, like, at least a month apart from where we had to do a reshoot of a of a scene that we already did, and and it had been a little bit since we had seen each other. Um, and I feel like we, when on set, we kind of barely have enough time to talk. Um, but when I went up to you after that month, you, you went up to me and you were like, Hey man, how is everything? How's your girlfriend? You're living with another couple. Like you were listening to these things about my life that I, I don't remember <laughs> mentioning to you. I don't remember talking to you about that. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, I am living with them. I mean, it's pretty good. And that small thing just, I, I don't. It just felt good. <laughs> it was like it was. It meant you cared yeah. more about being on set and talking to the people and working with the people. And it was um, said something about your character, man. So and to add my own antidote, same thing when you said the like when you said you checked on my album like that. Same same little thing. I was like, oh, this unlocked a whole new level of like comfortability because this person cares not only about the thing but the people. Involved. I mean, like don't get me wrong. Like I liked you guys and I wanted to do that. But the other thing also that I've learned is like especially like in this profession and in, in like the entertainment industry, like. What you do off camera is almost just, if more important, if not just as important as what you do on camera in terms of like, or, or what you do on set is just more what you do off set, right? Like, like if you're like for, as an actor, when I go in for an audition, I start the audition the second I walk in the room, like to sign in where all the actors are sitting there waiting, how I treat the person who's signing, who's checking me in and how like gets remembered and people remember it because like. Like, one, it's really important to be nice to people, and I want to be nice to people. But more than that, it's, like, like be remembering people, like, remembering that. In, in ten years, or in five years, if James is ever in a position where he needs me, I want him to be able to remember me, too. Where I would remember him for something, I want that both ways. So it's, like, you invest a little bit in somebody, and hopefully I've along the way, sometimes they'll invest. Actors have more sway to pick directors, so if you're well, looking at a script, also, you're like, like, who could direct let's this Let's be movie? honest, like, like <laughs> Greg, if you're Pugino, making yeah. a movie... Like, yes, you want the best possible actor, but if the number one choice is just the biggest asshole and doesn't really care, and, like, yeah, he's good, but it's going to be a number to work with, or, like, your number five choice, but he's still good, but he also is, like, a great personality and does a whole bunch of stuff and, like, is, like, you know, really nice and everyone likes him and works well and is committed, you're going to pick him over the other guy any day. Like, I truly believe, like, that's why, like, the whole business is all connections and stuff, but it's, like, you got to be a good person, man. And it's easy. You guys make it easy. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think being oh, a good person also so builds the connections. 
being a good person builds the, helps yeah, build the oh, connections. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I mean, also, like, dude, like, like, we're on set. Like, that's, like, our workspace, right? Like, that's the, that's the office. That's, like, our professional setting. So, like, you're not going to treat people, like, who you work with, like, shit. You, like, you're not, or you're not going to, like, <laughs> not, not care about them. Like, like, just, like, how you get to know your coworkers. Like, right. even though filming's different because it's, like, such a short period of time, you're not, like, working with them for years and years. You still like, get to know them. You're still like spending time with them. You're still working on this project together. So you're still all part of a team. And in that short time, I think you get more quality interactions as well because we're all doing something we care about. And for me also, like you guys notice, like in between takes sometimes, I'll, I don't even ask Emilio. I'll go ask one of you guys or like a PA, like, hey, what do you think of that? And like I hope like getting more comfortable with them, like you get more comfortable with me, I get more comfortable with you instead of them being like, that was good. Yeah, no, you did well. You can be like, hey, actually, I didn't like, I think you shoot something different here. Like this kind of looked weird, to, like being honest. And that helps the movie in both of us and so right. that's important too if you set the stage then people will be honest yeah. and that's what we like, want I just want you to be it. comfortable enough to, with me to be critical like if you really think it was good and you want to say it like great but like if you see something wrong like tell me, tell me yeah. like I, I might I, I don't have to change it if I don't want to exactly. like but I just want your opinion and then I can decide from there what I want to do with it and that is a very specific level of comfortability to set with people to like they're open to give their opinions knowing that it might not be accepted but that's okay it's the value is you giving the opinion and at that point it's not even a opinion i feel like that's just like constructive criticism right critique yeah, right yeah, it's a critique yeah. and like like when you write a paper for class like and you get it you, you know you have like a friend revise it or something they can give you all these corrections and like you don't have to make them right. but like that's what they think is better and you usually do because it ends up being better and they have a different set of eyes but like same with you like if james said hey i don't actually think this is working i could be like nah, actually i really like this so i'm gonna stick with it yes. You know, like, but there's no harm in asking James to see what he thinks because maybe it actually exactly. does. And the more you get from him, even if like 80% of it you don't like, that 20% might be key. Well, and the other thing is, the more I ask him, the more he's going to pay attention to it. Yes, and give so more. So then he's going to actually like look for stuff. And then when I do ask him, he's like, actually, yeah, I was noticing this and this. Yeah. So it goes always. But between takes, like, no, 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 because um, uh, that might be the what I what episode. I like is when. Um, the off chance that the camera keeps running after I call cut and because there are moments where I don't know like physically it looks like you're breaking character um like it'll be cut and then like it's like you releasing something from being I don't know wherever you are mentally um and you know wherever your body is and and how you kind of um like you lean in to like kiss the camera or like you like to interact with the camera after a take you'll like look at it or like you smile at it before a take or something like that i don't for some reason that seems to be your thing and so i don't like i wonder i don't know if that's an uh if you notice something like that or if that's just part of the process of you know not take not holding everything so tightly i feel like it's a few things one it's like me just being like a little like anxious and nervous and being like bah, like trying to be silly whatever but I also think it's like I think it's exhausting to stay in that all like stay in a different character all the time and like especially if I, I am holding tension or whatever or you know walking differently like I don't want to stand like that for an hour if we're doing the scene for an hour so like giving myself just like a 30 second like relaxer sometimes and then being able to get back in it like still stay in that mindset but like kind of just like let loose for half a second or like shake it out um, it's like a little palate cleanser like you just like yeah, it's like take a deep breath. Okay, now do do like do the next rep, right? It's like at the gym, like exactly. you start a, you finish a set, you don't pick up the next set and just you, like yeah. you take a rest and then you do your next set. So it's the same thing. Mm. My yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyway. After that, <laughs> no, I was going to ask. Uh, the other thing is, um, how you feel after like a day 
of shooting or how you feel of after like the weekends of shooting are you still thinking about it days after are you still thinking like where's are you thinking about how good you did or how bad you did certain moments within it i have a 24 hour rule with myself meaning like it mainly with negative stuff but positive stuff too like like i'll have 20 i give myself like 24 hours to like think about it and get mad about it or feel good about it but then after that it's like what is thinking about it kind of do like we're done with that scene we're done with that shoot whatever so it's like it's over so it's done um and i can like then i usually take a couple days off especially like those weekend shoots like that's just tiring that's 12 hours of shooting over the course of two days like it's just a lot so sometimes especially if it like maybe we weren't shooting for another couple weeks i'll take a full week off not even think about it don't even talk to Amelia. you know <laughs> like you know just like let myself breathe and then i can think about it and try to improve from it but i think it's important to separate the two because if you get too obsessed with anything then it's just like I don't think it's that healthy. So. Watch pot never boils. How did you How did you feel after the Charles River uh, shoot? Because that's oh that's a God, question dude. I like to that ask anybody. That was so tired. For context, yeah. we started at what seven and finished at six a.m. Almost yeah. twelve 7 hours. Seven p.m. to something 6 like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Non-stop shooting all night. And it was like intense scenes too. Yeah, oh it was. God, that's a lot right. of like stage combat and stuff like that. You may have heard us speak about it before on the podcast of Amelia uh, talking about people questioning running it again. A lot of that oh, came from yeah. that scene. You know, because there there were um, other actors like who, who uh, when I like after I spoke to them and asked them this question, um, and I've told you guys that like they've actually like questioned whether this is what they want to do or not after having gone through that experience. Really? So, yeah. So I, I wonder. Dude, it I just mean, confirmed it, it. Okay. Like yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like, what it dude, is. Dude, if that's my like, like oh fucking long day at the office like i'll take that any (laughs) day are you kidding me like dude that's fun and that's like you learn about yourself from that i mean like i don't know that scene was that whole night shoot was really exhausting but i mean what like the way emilio scheduled it was like at 4 a.m is when we started shooting the last scene which was when i'm like screaming at her and like having a mental breakdown but like if anything that worked the best because one like I knew going in I was going to give everything like I was going to give whatever I had left on that so like if we had tried to do anything after that I physically probably yeah it had to be I'm so tired it'd have been weird if it was earlier I think that scene but also it worked because I was already so tired and then it was like you're you're pulling up energy you didn't even know you had or you're pulling because it's just like well and it's just like like you're running on fumes but in the best possible way so you're just like not even thinking and then you're not even in your own head and like dude I'm I get super self-conscious about acting in public um, but I like, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs at the Esplanade. And I, the one thing I remember never thinking about is I wonder if I'm bothering anybody or if anyone off, like, and be, I think because I was so tired and so just like in it and like kind of like in a half glaze, yeah. it kind of just allowed me to be free and remember the lines and then just like kind of take off from there. Yeah. And that's how that kind of exploded into whatever that fucking became. <laughs> <laughs> it came out well. Oh it became something good. I think, uh, what you were just talking about is similar to, um, I lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. There, there's a line from the uh, film, The Disaster Artist, where one of the characters was interviewing one of the extras that was on set. And they were like, why do you put up with this stuff? Why do you deal with it? And they said, they were like, the worst day on a set is still better than the best day in any office. Yeah. That sums it up Dude, so much. I like, I couldn't, like if, if when I picture my future, like I could never picture myself sitting at a desk for the rest of my life. Like I same, would, dude. dude, it scares me, dude. Yeah, and and the times the that I've had, I've had great experiences, me. and I've still walked away from like doing like office work and work, being like, I don't want to do this. I had great coworkers, great whatever, don't want to do it. So that's where like being on set just 
or being, you know, on stage, like, they both, it's just, I think for me, I'm the type of person that I need to be creative, and I need to have that outlet, and if I don't, like, I just, I'm just not happy. When you do something you love, the work is worth it, you know, and it means a lot more than doing something you And hate. I think it's bullshit, like, the whole, like, you know, you know, do something you love, and you'll never work a day in your life, like, that's crazy. so bullshit, that's dude, crazy. like, it's gonna be work, <laughs> even acting is still, like, some days you don't want to do it, and some days you're, it's really hard, and it's, like, kind of frustrating, and you're not getting it, but... <laughs> Are you okay, dude? Oh, no. That was too good. Yeah. I just got shot. That was the dog fight. Yeah. <laughs> the helicopters. No, nah, I just, I feel like even those worst days, like, you just get so much more. Like, a bad day at an office just kind of ruins your night, and you're like, ah, oh, and then the next day you wake up and try to get better. A bad day on set sucks, and then the next day you learn from it. It's also not the real world, so you can return to this. So even if you have a bad day in, like, this oh. fake world, uh, it's Dude, not. The, a bad yeah. day, like, on set is the same as having a bad game, like, in a sport. Like, right. yeah, it sucks, but, like, you're going to get so much better for the next game. Mm. Where, like, a bad really day in the office, did. like, yeah. I guess it still relates, but it's not the same. And for me, like, I just enjoy that personal growth so much more anyways. Like, I always like, like, being able to see where I've gone, like, my growth or getting better is so cool. So I really like being able to look back and be like, wow, I was not doing this a month ago, but... Yeah. Because I saw this, now I'm. You know what I mean? Like, you can visually but, see your change when you're acting. Yeah, I'm a visual learner too, so that's why it really helps. Like being able to look at stuff and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this differently next time," and then doing it differently and being like, "Yeah, it's better." And then like that's change, that's growth, like that's really cool. I really like what you said about um, learning about yourself when you're doing these creative things, because I think anytime you do something creative or creativity makes you learn about yourself because it's coming from somewhere within. And that's why acting is so vulnerable because it's not even. Like, it is about, like, going to these vulnerable places and getting deep and scary. But when you spend time there, you learn new things and you think about new things. And you, so, like, at the end of the day, like, if I have to go to a really dark place and I think of something really personal and sad to me, like, the reason it affects me longer is not because, like, I was sad and had to think about it again. It's because I thought about it and realized something else and it really, like, and all of a sudden it's, I'm obsessing over it again. You have right? to confront things. And, like, yeah, it's a scary thing, but, like, in the long term, like, you just get to learn so much more. And I think it's really important. I think a lot of people are afraid to learn about themselves and, like, to really get inside their own head and well, stuff. Yeah, and I think it's also because we're not it's taught important. and it's not emphasized. It is important. And I don't think, especially we were talking about schooling off mic and, like, when I was going through high school, I, I, I they always taught, okay, you're learning the material. They never really taught me how to be a person. They taught me how to, like, do math, do science, do all that shit. And you got to figure it out on your own a little bit, too. It's not fully school, but ways you do that is like in things that you love and for exactly. me it's performing and, and being creative and in those moments is when I learn about myself I think it's important it's very important because it's also like you're tailoring your learning experience to how you learn when you're in school they don't do that there's like a standard they're well, teaching also, to when you do it in the way you love it doesn't feel like learning you know what I mean? Well, I think you do, but it's like putting a positive connotation it on it. Right. You know what okay, I'm saying? so I'm saying learning, like, learning swimming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but like, no, yeah, you're learning, you're but like, saying, it's yeah. like you enjoy it. You're experiencing, you know, like yeah. you're gaining knowledge more than just information. Right. It's do you, a deeper thing. Do you, Tyler, have a specific song that made you feel like you grew just from writing it or performing it or anything like that? Yeah, that, well, that's funny because most of those are the ones that actually don't make the tapes, right? Like the, the most pivotal ones are the ones that actually don't show up. And then you see because the, they're also usually not the most refined so they're not really the ones that can be put out have you ever released something that you wish you didn't release like later on you look back you're like why did i put this out this sucks um, <laughs> maybe not like i, I i've because I'm, I'm like you where i like to see the growth right so for a while i was putting even my shitty soundcloud songs up for me even just so or even if people wanted to see the growth and see where i was getting because i always knew it's going to get good everything's there except for some of the technical aspects that i'll find i'll find that but um I've gone back and deleted some of those, not necessarily because I wish I, or sorry, because I, 
what was it? I wish I didn't put them out, but now it's just like, okay, I'm just in a totally different space that this is kind of, now it's a detriment because <laughs> now it's just like, it's just that, it's just that bad. It's not even the floor anymore. It's like the basement because I've just elevated. But I would say that um, like Impact and Aftershock both and definitely SMS that's coming out, especially SMS is um, tangible points of growth for me where I've realized, oh, this is, and also there are a lot of them in a short amount of time. So I was like, oh, if I can do this much by working this hard in a short amount of time, imagine what I can do if I stretch this out. So definitely, yeah, it definitely has made me feel more confident in the creative process and that we're elevating. Jacob, how do you feel like you become a better actor? Like, how do you actively right now become a better actor? Is there... While he's not acting? I'm just... Uh, yeah. You mean like through the... You mean, oh, so just like how am I getting better? Like Yeah, like so if acting is your chosen profession and you understand you have to put 10,000 hours into becoming something, how do you become something in that particular profession? I think it's, um, <clears throat> even though I'm not on set every day or even though I'm not even like working on a project or preparing or whatever, I think it's like kind of keeping yourself in that creative mindset um, and making, like, because, like, I also just like, like, I think it's also like play pretend with yourself, like talk to yourself. Like, oh, love it. Come up with scenarios in your head, like watch movies and try to emulate that. Like, I don't know. I just think it's little stuff. It's doing little drills, right? Like, how do you get better it's at It's work that doesn't it's, seem like work, the, the I think, drills. in a way. Yeah. It's, it seems crazy. It's a lot of stuff. times. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's little stuff like that. Um, it's watching good performances and like actually looking at them and like thinking about what they did and then looking up stuff later and realizing how they got into that and like doing research on that stuff. Also um, looking at the ways they didn't go yeah, and it's how just they keeping yourself, reached that I think particular it's just like path. Keeping yourself updated and like always just keeping yourself in that space, right? Like how do you get how do you get good at anything? Like you just have to take time on it. And even when you're not at work, you might still be thinking about work. And it's still the same thing. Even though I'm not on set, I'm still thinking about it. And all those little habits that you build through through the creative process that stuff that you're just interested in and you're doing it because you like it right it's not even stuff that I'm like for, it's not like a habit that you like you're forcing your like two year old to learn how to brush his teeth like yeah. you're like like I want to learn these things like this isn't it's not um, I don't feel like it's mundane or I don't feel like I have to do it like I want to I could stop at any time and say like you know what I want to go into like sales but like I don't so I keep doing what I because I love to do it on the point you said about, um, sorry, I just wrote it down. What did I say? Oh, studying outside sources and like trying to take things from them. Where do you draw the line, or do you ever worry about when you study outside sources that there's any sense of maybe copying or emulating? So, um, what are outside sources for? Like, like other actors outside or just sources, other creators? Right? Like my favorite actor right now is Mahershala Ali. Like I think he's the best. I also think. Um, Matthew Adam McConaughey Sandler. is fantastic. Adam Sandler. Yo, James loves that shit. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I like, I just, yeah. I just finished True Detective season one, so Matthew McConaughey is, like, oh, yeah. just blew my mind. All right, all right, yeah, all right. so, like, yeah, exactly. Like, he just <laughs> he blew was, my mind. No. So <laughs> That is not the character. Is that's a voice. Matthew McConaughey sitting next to Yeah, but it's not the... All right, all right, he all teaches right. at uh, UT, actually, yeah. Yeah, he What does. does he teach? Acting? Acting at oh, UT. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's some stories of him, like driving like drunk students back to their dorms in like a golf cart <laughs> that's hilarious that's funny as fuck as long as he left them there and then left <laughs> then it's funny uh, anyways the, the question was yeah yeah i don't remember oh yeah it was about um like oh how do i make sure i don't copy them and like yeah or is that a worry is that or is that different in acting for me the music, well i mean like okay me. so a lot of people when they start acting like they struggle because they have these preconceived notions of what acting is and acting isn't anything in specific right it's different for everyone it's different for every part everything um, and you kind of have to discover it every single time, which is why you, I feel like you have to audition because everything is new. Right. And just because I played funny doesn't mean I can play sad. So, like, uh, yeah. you have to prove yourself, right? Um, so people come in with these preconceived notions, and that's not good. But for me, like, when I look at a Mahershala Ali movie, I'm not going to try to emulate how he, like, moves his wrists or how he uses right. his mouth. But, like, 
I really, it's more, it's not so much like, oh, I, I like how he's walking. I'm going to emulate that walk or I'm going to emulate these motions. It's a lot more of like how he looks like, like how he gets committed to a film. You know, it's more like you watch and say, that was really good. How did he get there? And then kind of looking at interviews and, and then kind of trying to figure out your own process to get there. And you're saying, okay, so he pulled from here and here. How do I kind of emulate that sadness like that Jacob would feel, but like, how do I get there myself? There I'm not going to feel it like Mahershala. I'm going to feel it like me. Is there a tree of like, um, acting style lineage like there is in music like for example you know there's like the trap sound and the auto-tune sound which you can trace the people like you know Young Thug Travis Scott whatever whatever and like people would say that people are then taking their style and running with it is there anything like that in acting? You could argue the basis like theater Yeah and there's different types right like there's like you can like like for people who have studied acting there's like Meisner technique there's Stanislavski there's like there's different people like actors who have um, like developed sort of techniques but that's all they are. They're techniques. They're not a style. Like they're a style. They're not a style of acting, so to speak, as much. They're. Do you know the techniques. differences between those three? So, Meisner, Meisner is very much focused on the other person. It's a lot of partner-based stuff. It's about working with a scene partner and like, um, it's a, it's just about like the like building that relationship. Yeah, not focusing on yourself. Yes, yeah. I believe. I don't know for 100%. Stanislavski either is... I think Stanislavski might be where you draw... One of them is where you draw from, like, past experiences and emotions yeah. to get to where you're going. And then I cannot remember what the third one is. But there are there are different schools of thought behind yeah. it. Um, but, I like, it's different because... Just because, like, their techniques, it doesn't mean I'm going to... It's going to be the same for every person who learns them. Everyone learns them and creates them in their own way. Like, I'm going to take what... Like, I studied Meisner, right? So that's back and forth, like with a partner but I'm not Meisner so like how he teaches it I'm going to take that and I'm going to like use it myself and I'm going to make it my own um, it's like writing they teach you how to write a paragraph but not everyone writes the same paragraph you know you take your ideas and you kind of make it your own so I think there was uh, when we were talking about chemistry earlier um, what made me think about part of like the chemistry building process was um, the challenges challenges we face too partially um like one of the uh, moments I remember the most is um, when we were doing the party scene and you and I were in the bedroom trying to figure out how you say some certain lines. I can't even remember what the lines were, but we you, <laughs> you just kept walking back and forth and we were trying to get you to say it in like some way that just felt right. Um, and even again, also the other uh the last shoot we had um at suffolk oh shout out to suffolk i guess <laughs> um, to suffolk. that where um we just kept running that shot because it didn't feel right and then we'd like nod to each other it's it, funny because i feel like on those i don't even know what i'm looking for it's one of those where you're like you just close your eyes and you like you just throw and see what sticks and you don't know what's gonna like hit and what's gonna make you but then but you'll know when you feel it you know like you don't know what it is you're looking for but when you find it you'll know and just sometimes that just takes sometimes you get it on the first shot and sometimes you get it on the hundredth and it just kind of depends but keep shooting shoot or shoot keep shooting <laughs> keep running again i want to go back to something you said about when we were talking about um acting styles and like methods and shit so how do you feel about the notion of teaching acting then because you said it's not something that is like a th i mean it's something that you kind of like revisit and form on your own when you find your own style so when it comes to teaching that do you think it usually is effective and what is effective yeah i think it's super effective it's important because like because acting is so complex when when the scene says you know max cries it's not about me just starting to cry it's about 
why am I crying? And like teaching people to get in that mindset is a lot harder than you think and making people draw from it, but then also feel like you guys, it's so hard to be able to just, and I don't even do it, like I'm still working on it, like everyone works on it. It's so hard to be able to just feel something on the spot. Like you, it's so, it's not natural. Like you have to make it natural looking too, right? So like, if you were to say get sad, like I'll make a sad face, but like that's not natural. You know what I mean? Like, but it's about teaching yourself and getting those reps to say, okay, how do I get into that mindset? Like, how do I like really actually feel it? And you need conversations with people who have been in that mindset, who have done it before to get you the insight to do it yourself yeah and you need to have thought about it before like that's why like a lot of times when you go on like there's some instances where you can look at a script and just like jump right in but oftentimes it's like you need to like prep it and plan it because you know there's a lot there right you know we talked about it off off mic like a character doesn't start when the camera starts right a character starts a character is born so if you play a, a 60 year old if you play a 60 year old like you know that that means that character has had 60 years of life that affects every decision, every action they do, like everything. So like you have to kind of get like create that for yourself because that makes you then true to the character. Yes, it further builds the world. And I don't remember what got caught on mic or not, but like you said, creating the context and forming the world of the character within the world of the movie. Nice. I really like that, yo. I just had a question. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I know, I know one of the... Um like knowing where they are and where they've come from is important because I know that was uh, a lot of conversations I had with Frank Wolf, the actor who played him, um, about getting to that space and getting to like that mid-30s, you know, space because part of his original research was um, figuring out how to walk like uh, like a confident man in his 30s and not like, you know, a 20-some-odd kid. Um, and, and so, he, you know, it's, it's more like your back's out, but it's not completely up, or it's like there's, there's more swagger to it. And then as you get older, there's less swagger, but your back's still up, you know, and, and different things like that. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting to, and important to think about the age and where they come from based upon that age. Yeah, so t- teaching steps along the way rather than the destination is what's beneficial. You yeah, think? because everyone's destination is different. Right. You know, it's not math. You're not going to all get the same answer. Yeah, like, everyone's yeah. different. Every actor is totally different. So, and every journey is totally different. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, I think teaching acting is just about, like, like making sure everyone gets, like, finds their own journey and it's a positive journey of growth. And then sometimes you find the destination in a year and sometimes you find it in, like, you never find it, you know, like. Um, uh, so it's like giving them the map rather than marking where you're Yeah, going. I had an acting teacher who once said it takes 20 years to be a good actor and you guys are on month three. So, like, <laughs> Damn. You got a lot of time, you know what I mean? Like, and it's Buckle like, up. it's like, wow, like, it takes that, it, it's, it does, it takes a long time. Well, it's that's why what James said is important about talking to people who have been there and have had to get there because, like, I remember thinking that when I was talking to him, um, entertainment lawyer when I was back in Toronto one time one of my dad's friends and um, I was telling him like yeah this is back in On Demand where I was like yeah like I want this to be a career and shit On Demand is my first like ever tape I put out and he was like I, I, you want it to be a career you haven't even put out your first project yet you know like these sobering realities you need to get from people who have been through it you're not gonna you're not gonna play stadium tours in the first three months right like, exactly it, probably not in the first year probably not in the first and probably not two, in the first three. five years yeah yeah exactly oh stadium yeah definitely not that's exactly. why you have to be invested in the art mm-hmm. to keep you on through it fuck jobs Wait, what? <laughs> Who said that? Morgan Indeed, Freeman we don't know didn't that. become famous till like his like fifties or sixties, right? Like right. And now he's got everyone. Now he's God. Now he's God. He plays Black God. Like that's black crazy. God. Black God. Dude, that's crazy. Black God. Shout out to Black God. God. Or yeah. according to the Bible, it's just God. But that's another conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, but yeah, I mean, what? it's there different for everybody. Like, 
And also, just because... I don't know, just go. Jeez, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was at at that. It's okay. I don't know. It's okay. Let's transition a little out of acting into your music side, because I mentioned in the oh, beginning yeah. that you're a pretty creatively diverse guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that part. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I sing, what? But you, you do acapella, right? That's your singing venture. He's a good singer. If you hear him in between takes, he was definitely humming, singing some bars in between uh, Well, I mean, shots. like, all of my... Like, growing up, like, I didn't do... <clears throat> there's not a lot of film opportunities when you, like... Like, if, if you're not living in New York or L.A. or in a city, like, as, like, a middle school, elementary school kid, like, you're not doing films, It'd be right? on your parents to get you into that. Yeah, no, you're doing... I was doing school musicals and community theater and stuff like that. So, like... Wait, wait, sorry, real quick. When did you get into acting then? Because we never, we never even asked that. I um, got in... I did my first ever, like, musical in, like, third grade. And I loved it. And then since then, I was doing musicals, like, ever since. And then um, I used to audition in the city when I was in, like, middle school and stuff like that. I mean, worked in the city for a little bit, and then I got to high school and just did, like, high school stuff. Right, right. Um, I'd say middle school was when I was most in it, because I was doing, like, professional work in the city, community theater, like, within, like, towns, like, where I, in New Jersey, where I live, and then also, like, my middle school shows. Is that when it turned to more than passion as well? You realize, like, That's when it turned term? to, like, my thing. Yeah. That's what I, that was, like, what I was good at, and that's what I like to do, right? Like, so that's when I really discovered what, I, what it was that I like to do. Yeah. Um, acapella. Oh, yeah, singing. I mean, like, I did acapella for high school I wouldn't even say it's a big part of me like I did it in high school and it's um like I enjoy it mainly because I enjoy singing and, and making music and, and stuff so, but acapella for me like in high school I did it um to like make friends and um just to have like a you know something consistent like singing wise but also like in college it became also like I'm not doing a show every semester or I'm not doing a show every week or working so like acapella was like being able to at least have a place to sing once a week, so practice singing and like continue to sing, which is what I like to do and what I want to do. Um, and it also didn't like form a community as well, but it was just something consistent. So it's, I've had it like every semester. So I know even if like, oh, this semester I'm really gonna focus on school, like I know I'm also at least gonna do acapella as well, which is something creative, which is what I really like about it. Um, and you meet great people and stuff you like that. You can check out his published music under you can. Uh, Emerson Noteworthy on Spotify. Yeah, and we are talking a little bit off out. mic because I was curious about because like how you've even kind of been saying it's not like your main thing. It is something that you love to do and that you like to do. And we talked, we kind of joked off mic that uh, nobody's trying to listen to this or there's no audience for this or whatever, whatever. But, and then I asked you, so what is the, is there a goal that it could help translate over into your acting or theater career? And you were kind of explaining or breaking that down a little bit. And I just wanted you to yeah, really Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I'm not going to become like, like I'm not like going to go and try to be pentatonics and be like a professional acapella singer. Like that's not what I want to do slash that feasible anyways but, I mean, maybe, there's only knows? five of them right yeah. who knows man if they remake pitch perfect i'll be there okay um <laughs> no nah, for me it's like i want to be able to show somebody when someone says like if i ever am looking for rep representation in the future and stuff like that like i want to be able to be like hey this is film stuff that i've done this is you know i can sing broadway songs for you like musical theater songs oh but i also have experience like singing pop songs like an acapella song. Oh yeah, this is me soloing on this song. Like it just shows range. And You're it just multifaceted. Shows, yeah, that's like it, I can do so stuff. So when they, so so if a musical ever comes up or a TV show or a movie where it's a singing like and it's more pop singing, it's it's less Broadway singing. Like they know I can I can sing that style of music. You know, it's just and it's also just practice at everything. Being like, multifaceted in arts is something that's important for people of our age because it's so much easier for us to do it. Like uh, from the industry people that I, I've been talking through through my class. They're all saying, like, you can't just be an actor. You have to be an actor plus something else. An actor plus a writer or an actor plus a this or that. Yeah, you can't just... Also, I just get more opportunities. Like, I want to also do voice acting sometime, you know? So that's dope. Also, like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, you're never going to get a job 
walking into an audition room with a bunch of people you've never met before who doesn't know, they know nothing about you, blow them away with your acting and get the role. Like that's never gonna happen in your entire life. Which is why like when actors go out and audition, it takes them months to get in it because it's because the director or the casting director has to see you a couple times to know you're committed. Then they see if you're consistent and actually doing well in auditions. Then it's okay, we'll start out with something small and if you do well, you get bigger and better things, right? And it's also something you said earlier, you have to be someone they want to work with just yeah, as a yeah, person. You have to, yeah, you have to, so it's like, yeah, you're always in the audition. Like even on set, you're still auditioning for the next thing. So yes. someone to think of you for the next thing, right? So having like, and so that's why you can't just be an actor. You never know when that, like, yes, I met Emilio through submitting a tape, but maybe he, I met Emilio because I did lighting for one of his yeah. films, and I mentioned that I also am an actor, and then he wanted to call me in for it because he knew me from that. Like, you can't just, yeah. So there's just more opportunities. So within film, where do you see yourself kind of expanding towards outside of acting? Yes, next steps. Outside of acting, honestly, I do like writing. Um, yeah, I, I could totally see myself writing and, and kind of um, <laughs> working like, you know, in like a writer's room or something, too. I think that'd be really cool. Um, and it's not that I have no interest in like behind the camera stuff. I just have no experience. Right. Um, and I would totally be down to, but I think also um, I just haven't had the chance to do it yet. And honestly had like, cause it's also tough cause I really love like the performative aspect of it. So it would have to be kind of, at least for me right now, and this is sounding like so picky and stuff, but something that I really want to like work on to be like, yeah, I won't be in front of the camera. Like I'll do lighting or something like that. Like I'm cool with that. Like I'd like to learn that. You can do that now. Now, now sounds like the time. You don't have any projects coming and going. <laughs> yeah, I could, man. I mean, now sounds the time That's you go true, to school actually. where people make I movies. Should. <laughs> yes. yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, but definitely if I'd have to say right now, I'd be writing. But um, yeah. Do you guys have any final questions? Cause I just have last one. Nah, uh, you got questions for us? <laughs> well, I was just gonna ask. Like, I, I know you kind of answered it there, but what are your what are your next plans for your acting career? Um, He's leaving us. Yeah. I'm leaving. Now nah, I got one more semester of school, and then I'm going to a uh, a two year acting conservatory in New York City. Yeah. So I'll be doing that for two more years. Um, he had to get into like the school first. Yeah, I had to get into school. Which is not it's, easy. It's tough. It's tough because, like, for me right now, it's battling this thing of, like, do I try and learn more and get better at my craft, or do I go out there and just start making connections and try to work, yeah. right? And it's like, how, so, um, yeah, how, when do you decide is the right time to go out? Like, is it right after college? Is it five years after college? Is it before college? Is it in high school? Like, and it's different for everybody. Um, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, right now it's the next two, like, my plan is for two more years, study it, and then go out in the industry, but... You know, that could change if I find an opportunity while I'm at school or conservatory, like, you know. Director's listening. He's open. No, yeah, no, I'm no, open. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a stu one no, studio contract over here. <laughs> yeah. Sign him for life. You didn't know? You didn't see the fine print? <laughs> yeah, you weren't right? sure. I didn't read that part. I missed that part. Of you didn't send me that page of the contract or oh. something. Yeah, wasn't supposed to. That's well, why I know. Now, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I think that was a good one, guys. Jacob, thank you for being mm -hmm. here, man. This was this fun, was man. Awesome. This yeah. is cool. You guys are cool. <laughs> 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 All right. Let him yeah, know again. That's the second again. time he said it, so now it's real. Yeah, yeah, now it's real, dude. Manifesting. Yeah, hire me, hire me for jobs. Um, <laughs> Y'all got um, last words for the people? Emilio, James, or Jacob, if you got last words. Oh, dude, uh, um, R.I.P. Alex Trebek, bro. Dude, oh, yeah. that one hurt oh, me, yeah. man. That that's one's crazy. Hurt. So does Jeopardy go, go on? Yeah, they they still have like three or four episodes till December twenty right? fifth, the last episode with Trebek ever. I saw that George Stephanopoulos was looking to take his role, and I was just um, nope. No it's thanks. a little insensitive to say no, no, no. It's also that just now. bad. Yeah, he's a just, bad choice. That's gonna be tough to fill. I feel like, yeah, like he's such an iconic figure on that show. It spans like, generations. Yeah, my grandma and I used to watch it like at seven p.m. anytime we were over there. 
Oh, man. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Emilio? Um, pursue your passions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Let's make dreams come true, sure. everybody. Thank you for joining this episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. Great to have you all. And we'll see you in the next one. Check us out on YouTube at Rabbit Hole Sessions, Instagram at Rabbit Hole Sessions, Twitter at Whole Sessions. And uh, keep up with us. We'll see you for the next one. Peace, peace, peace. Prosperity. Adios. Bye.